It's episode 10. This. We, um, we, we were going to try to do something special, but it's Memorial Day and we're tired. You know, um, but still excited. Shout out to everybody. It's episode 10 of Getting Grown with Jade and Kia. How's everybody doing out there in the podcast dancery? Cansada. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be tired every time we record, but well, you we know are, what, sis? Just... <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise the Lord, niggas. Uh, so what's going on with you, sis? How you doing? Everything like that right there. Okay. <laughs> you like one of them uncles who just keeps talking, but they don't really listen to you. I love it. That's that's what I, my aim in life is. It's just how you, I just want to be old and just reckless. Like the I love, yes, I can't wait to be old and reckless. Right now, I'm young and reckless. It's not as it doesn't have as much of an impact. It's not as fulfilling. Nah, not at all. Because people be looking at you like you young asshole. <laughs> like, but um, I'm good. Uh, weekend weekend was full of family loving i had a bunch of my cousins in town and all the cousins have kids now so all our kids were together and they're the same ages and you know um we just we were able to catch up and drink a little bit i cooked yesterday some brisket and some ribs did you like do it on the grill so here's the thing i went to dance africa and we were supposed to grill on the grill what is that Dance Africa is a festival here in Brooklyn every Memorial Day where they it's a ton of vendors um, who do a lot of African print uh, clothing and jewelry and art and music. And it's I just should a know huge that. Festival. I don't know why. I don't know that, it's a big thing and it's it's wonderful and there's music and um, and you go out there all Memorial Day and you shop and people walk around. There's tons of black people. You can look at black people. It's always beautiful to look at black people. So it's <laughs> it's nice, but then I got tired of walking because of this foot. So I walked around for about half an hour. You probably had no business out there, no way. Not a place. single one with a sneaker on, just out here. You're just um, committed to be trifling. You just I mean, want to be trifling. It's fine, I have though. been. It's been 32 years of trife life. So I just, I kind of stick with it. Consistency is key. Mm-hmm. I met a couple of our listeners. Well, hey. Hey, y'all. I met moms. I met daughters. Oh <laughs> I was is, like, God, moms, they listen to this. This is terrible. It is so jarring <laughs> when people tell me that their mothers listen to this show. I'm I like, know. well, please don't tell my mom. Still. Still. Yeah. Still. So how was your weekend? You know, I was a bit of a hermit this weekend. I did everything I could to not leave this house. I was successful for the most part, but... uh Keisha got me out the house today, so... Keisha's going to get you out the house at least one day. She's pushy. She's pressed. I said but, it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, sometimes I, I don't know. I had a lot of feelings. Sometimes you got to sit in your feelings. You, you cannot you cannot get through. You cannot Ooh. process or get through feelings that you won't acknowledge. So I Talk had to sit it. in my feelings a little bit. Um, I think, I think cool. this was a feeling weekend, sis. I sat in my feelings, too. It's a lot. It's a lot happening in the world, a lot happening in life. But, you know, you do what you got to do. You keep it pushing. I did happen to, I did have a chance to do some fun things. I'll talk about them, talk about it a little bit more in Black Women's Mm Self-Care because we're going to do that this week. But um, little things I did to take care of me. But for the most part, you know, I kept it really, you know, easy, breezy, beautiful, um, cover girl, whatever. And, um, you know, it was cool. 
Um, I talked to Tay. Tay was in London with Fury. He sure was. So I got a chance to kick it with Tay a little bit on the FaceTime on Saturday morning. That was a good time. And I talked to Crystal Jean, who got to visit her family as well. So, you know, just, just little, little. And I talked to my mother a lot. But I really, I really wish I had more to talk about. But I stayed in the house with the with the with the blinds drawn. And I let me tell you something. Let me tell you how old I am. Ooh, tell me. I watched the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> Golden Girl? all day Saturday. <laughs> like I watched it Friday night when I came home Friday night. I watched the Hallmark Channel because you know I I get busy with the Golden Girls like for real. You got to. Like, Crystal and I have already decided that we're going to look into real estate in Miami so that we can just be the Golden Girls. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Go and buy a house and just look out for one another. That's just what we're going to do. I'll visit. Um, it'll be a good time. Bobby's going to be... Bobby's down. You know what I'm saying? Bobby, <laughs> Peggy oh, Lord. That, oh, that, I owe Bobby a text message. But Bobby, <laughs> Bobby is going to be all in the place with his it's gonna be good. floral it's shirt good. open and his booty shorts and his it's Uggs. a good time. Bobby dressed like Peggy Bundy, but that's my Bobby. I, Bobby um, came to brunch one day with a raccoon tail on the back of his dinner. When I met Bobby, Bobby <laughs> had on some lace toms. Yo, we black I, lace toms. I said, "Oh my god!" When this I was man, pregnant, I said, "This man is going to be my friend." When I was <laughs> pregnant, I was like, "I want seafood. I want seafood now." So we went to City Crab, mm-hmm. and um, it was me, XD, and Bobby. And I'm pregnant, you know, I'm just waddling a little bit. And I think I was still in my first trimester, so I was having tons of cravings, but I was sick as soon as I would get everywhere. And we stood up and I said, Bobby, when did you get so tall? Like, have you always been this tall? Like, I know I have height. um, Yes, dysmorphia. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not short, but I also think that I'm Amazonian. I'm not. I'm average. Girl. But anyway. So I said, Bobby, we like you always been this tall. Like, am I what's going like am I having pregnancy brain? I looked down. Bobby had on those wedge <laughs> wedge sneakers. sneakers. Don't do Bobby, please. With, with, a, with a Star Wars backpack. Don't do him, please. That's my friend. We're not gonna talk I about love Bobby. Bobby, that is my good, good, <laughs> good Judy. But anyway. Welcome anyway. back, Bobby. We love you. We love um, you so much. <laughs> I can't wait to see you. So yeah, I watched the Hallmark Channel on Golden. I watched Golden Girls Friday night when I came home. Um and I just didn't either. I couldn't find the remote or I didn't feel like looking for it. But after the Golden Girls went off in the morning, because, you know, it goes from the Golden Girls to Frasier and then back mm-hmm. to the Golden Girls in the morning. And then around about 10, 11 o'clock, they start playing these movies. <laughs> now, you know, I don't really care about love stories. So I was like, oh, girl, you know, <laughs> let me get my life together to change this channel. But I got drawn in. Mm. Mm. And when I tell you that I sat there and watched the Hallmark Channel for the duration of the day, like all day Saturday and was in, I was talking to my friend James and he was like, the movies be good. I'd be like, they be good. They be good. I was into the movies, but that's how old and washed I am. I said on Twitter, I was the quintessence of washed. (laughs) Like I'm actually the epitome, the embodiment of washed. The the state if it washes the state of being it's my life I'm all right with it though so I'm it's necessary though it's necessary I felt good I felt like I deserved it you know what I'm saying I felt like I had a a good week a productive week at work 
I watched I, all my laundry. I was up. I was caught up on all my laundry. I went to the grocery store. I cooked. I was just like, Ooh, isn't that girl, a good you, feeling? You deserve to sit up in here and watch this television, girl. Get your life. In this so that's clean what I did. house with this full refrigerator, with this, like with this Ooh. full refrigerator with these vacuum carpets and rugs, girl. You better sit down here and get with into the this lines, television. The lines, nigga, ain't nothing like a good. I don't even have carpet, but I appreciate a vacuum line like nobody's business. I was Something about sitting in a dark living room with some candles burning, the TV on, your little throw and some vacuum lines. Talk about relaxation. I had a great time. But that was my weekend in a nutshell. I'm sure all the girls was turning up in the club on South Beach twerking on a handstand. And if that's your business, then get your life. But I'm telling you, I enjoyed myself in my little house. Shout in my own little in corner, my in my own little chair. In my home. <laughs> yeah, and I know, you know, the gays descended upon D.C. this week. I didn't get a chance to get outside and speak my hellos, but I'm sure y'all had a fantastic time. Because don't nobody know how to party. If you don't know how to party, the gays know how to party. It was pride here in the D.C. I heard all the celebrities came through. Little Kim was here. Of course she uh, was. Tank. All, all the kids Tank. came out. Tank. Tank Tank performed at the pride. I said, well, amen. The last pride. time I saw Tank, he was at a... um. I went to, I went to go see, uh, he's, so my main man is Stevie Wonder, but my second man is Jeffrey Osborne. So I went to, uh, can you, woo, 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 could you, woo, woo, woo. Was Jeffrey Osborne on Family Matters? He was on Urkel yes. or something, wasn't he? Oh, I God. think so. And also when, <laughs> when I was eight years old, I continuously sung Stranger around you my house. You are so old. I, I was, I was eight, walking around to one night. <laughs> I love the stranger. I love Jeffrey Osborne. But anyway, that's all over the place. I talk about Don Jade next to you all the time. Um, I saw him. I saw, (laughs) um, oh, meeting in my bedroom. You know who, uh, Silk. It was Silk. Uh, I had a terrible, terrible story about Silk. Well, not terrible, but it's just, I'll never forget it every time I think about Silk. But please continue. Go ahead. Did he have on an Under Armour shirt? The main, no, the main I watched the episode of 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 Soul Train. This before Soul Train went off the air, but uh-huh. Silk was on there, and when, you know everybody that goes on Soul Train sings to a track like they listen. Yeah. When I tell you that the track skipped when Silk was performing, no, and it was on meeting in my bedroom, and when I <laughs> I was starved for life because let me tell you, and it was in such a terrible place, right? So. <laughs> I remember that I remember that distinctly. I was standing in my dining room, ironing. We had an ironing board set up in the dining room. I was ironing. Black. The television was on in the living room. Black. And, and Silk was singing Meeting in My Bedroom. Right? Black. There's a meeting in my bedroom. Like they did all of that, right? No, that's not even where it was. Let me tell you. This is where it was. So, girl, please don't be late. And I was just like, oh. I remember trying to call my friends, like, girl, you watch this whole train? Like, it was so, I was, I was scarred for life. And that was before, like, Twitter and Facebook. And I felt like I just needed somebody to share in a moment with me because oh, I'm just like, I can't be the only person that saw that. No, never. You have to. Oh, there's always one of those moments. And every oh. time anybody says meeting in my bedroom, that's the first thing I think about. 
But let me tell oh, you, no. it skipped like seven times, sis. Eh, eh, it eh, did that like eh, nine. Eh, 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 it was chopped, eh, but it wasn't screwed. I said, oh my God. Listen to this chop, no screwed. It That's was terrible. jarring, but you were telling a story. I'm sorry. I don't even know. That was just the last time I saw Tank. It was an outdoor concert sponsored by Alizé, and they had, it was Jeffrey Osborne and Tank. So Listen, Tank sings every time. I don't care. He's so small and talented. He's very, <laughs> very pint-sized, but I enjoy. I enjoy every bit of him. Yeah. Um, And he sings. And he's churchy, you know? Yeah. I don't, I mean, know, you if know. He's, I don't know if he's a PK. He gives me church kid. Tank, he probably is. He you know sits, most of the black singers. down. He sits down. I feel like Tank, Tank can sit down at a Hammond organ and sing and play. Uh, a Amazing Grace shall always be my song of praise, and the church will go up today. Okay, I don't, <laughs> I don't care how many R and B ballads the nigga has written and produced and sung. I still feel like he got a little grease on him. I'm but sure. we digress. Grass, digress, <laughs> digress, digress. Fitting. Yes. Um, what are we supposed to be doing right now? We supposed to be shouting out our sisters and brothers. That's it, cause my sister's popping <laughs> <laughs> on a handstand. Okay. Hey. <laughs> so let's get into our shout out to my sis. All right, let's do it. My sister's popping right now, like Hey. hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It's time for graduation shout outs, everything like that right there. We will be including the timestamps for all of you who don't want to hear this, but for those of you who do, welcome back. All right. Um, I remember Mace, you know, we give Mace a lot, but I, I oh, still, I was singing the Carter version. Oh, I still love Mace and Betha. I'm sorry. I do too. Nobody dances like a greater la- lazy dance than him. Mamacita. Señorita. <laughs> hey, we go on the ride. To the top. I loved Mace. Mace's first album. Mace's first album where he was posing, you know, in that very suggestive pose in the inside of the album artwork. <laughs> I remember I put that up on my wall. My mother was like, you will remove this filth. But he's a church. He's a church kid. He wasn't at that time. Oh, wasn't. was that? Oh, that did come later. I that was much, there. much later. My, my mother was like, who is this person grabbing his no? No, not in here. But I was like, but I love him. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> all right, then. Our very, very first letter uh, begins and reads as follows. Hi, Jade and Kia. Hey, boo, hey. hey. Thank you for being such lights in this world. Girl, Jesus is the light. I am not. Just physically. It's only because I I didn't have any melanin. Yes, Jade is the light. I I am the darkness. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we can't have nothing nice. I would like to shout out an incredible woman named Joe Taylor, who was responsible for coordinating graduation at our local community college. While being an academic advisor at this school, she's an outstanding supermom currently pursuing a master's degree. There are not enough words to describe how proud I am of her strength and determination. Thank you for shouting her out. Sincerely, AC. Thank you, AC. And shout out to you, Miss uh, Joe Taylor. Thank you for coordinating that graduation for the good young babies at the community college. Congratulations to all the graduates, class of 2017. Go ahead, super mom. That's the Our next one says, hey, Jade and Kia, I first want to say thank you for both the gift that is getting grown. Thank you both. Yes. Yes. Sorry. I can't read. (laughs) (laughs) 
I absolutely adore you ladies. I fell in love with both of your personalities for different reasons, but one of my Aww. favorite things about the two of you is how deep your love runs for your friends. Them okay. niggas, I... They're, they're okay. Yeah. <laughs> the relationship between you all, Fury, Crystal, Dustin, Asante, and Fran, is a tight net that I hope to find in the future with a group of incredible people. Squat. I will say that I do love my friends. Squat, 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 squat. Squat. So on another note, I'd like to give myself and my friend Jasmine graduation shout outs. I will be graduating from Northampton Community College with an associate in applied science, a.k.a. a specialized degree in culinary arts. Hey, hey. <laughs> in August of 2017. You know, that's my shit. Yeah. Relocating to work for the mouse, Mickey Mouse. In oh, Orlando. my Before God. Passion, what an honor. On. What an I honor. I pushed through countless online courses to make sure I was graduating this summer. I would also like to congratulate my friend Jasmine Isaac. She just graduated this past week from St. John's University with a BA. My girl is a damn physician's assistant. I'm so very proud of her and her accomplishments. She's a true definition of black girl magic. Attached is a photo of Jasmine slaying in no wrinkled regalia. Hashtag. Iron your robes, children. I am so thankful for you both. And whenever y'all decide to put out some merch or dates for a live show, my face will be in the place, as Kia says. Y'all make me so happy. I love y'all. Oh my God, I love y'all so much. And I know Kia has all the lines. She got all the liners. <laughs> I'm old. And you know, old people have cliches. Anyway. Thank you, Brandy, for writing in. Congratulations to you and congratulations to Jasmine. Yes. Congratulations to the both of you. Um, our next email reads Jade and Kia, thanks for the wonderful podcast. Y'all get me through my four mile walks weekly. Well, you better walk. Come on. Anywho, I wanted to give a huge shout out to my bestie. Shariva Miles. She graduated in December of 2016 with a degree in marketing from Georgia Southern University. After months of prayers, tears, and dedication, she landed her dream position at Harley Davidson of Augusta, Georgia, as the head of marketing, um, as the head, head sorry, as the head marketing coordinator. That's Come on. I'm so proud of her. She's only 24, but doing great things. My sis is truly popping. Truly. And that is from Ide uh, Elam Polk. Yes. Um, thank you, Eday, for writing in. And again, congratulations to Shariva. Shout out to you for graduating and for landing your dream job. That is Absolutely. what's up, Marketing is fun. It's Indeed. A fun, it's a fun gig. Our next one says, hi, Jade and Kia. I just want to say that I love the podcast. Y'all have been getting through, getting me through my maternity leave over the Aww. last 11 weeks. Congratulations. And have me open mouth cackling so much that I've woken up my 11-week-old <laughs> daughter plenty of time. Sorry, sis. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, little sis. I'm sorry. She lets me know I'm being too loud with the meanest side eye. Sorry. Sorry, niece. But anyway, I want to give a graduation shout out to two people in my life. The first one is my baby brother, Marcellus, who is graduating from high school on June 14. Yay. Congratulations, Marcellus. That's also my anniversary. I won't Aww. be able to go to his graduation because of my new job. So I thought doing a shout out would hopefully make up for it. Bubby, I'm so proud of you and everything you've done, despite the challenges you faced your senior year. I cannot wait to see what you do in college. Love you, baby brother. Aww, oh, Bubby. So oh, my goodness. The second shout out is for someone who I consider a big sister. Her name is Brooke, and she recently graduated from medical school at Campbell University, becoming a doctor of... Osteopathic. osteopathic medicine. <laughs> yes. You know, I can't read. I'm it's cool. Fantasia. I'm here for she you. She would be starting. Thank Don't you do Fantasia like what? that? Well, who said Fantasia? You did. Now keep reading. <laughs> Brooke, you are someone who I look up to in an excellent role model for Reagan and Lily. I love you and I'm so proud of you. Thank you all for creating this podcast. It helps to know that I'm not the only one floating through adulthood and motherhood. Like, what the hell am I doing? Girl, because we all are. Love and light, Mercedes. Yay, Mercedes. 
And congratulations, congratulations Brooke. Marcellus and, and Brooke. Yes, indeed. Oh, Mercedes and Marcellus. We just love black parents. Right? Um, the next letter reads, hey, Kia and Jay. Hey, girl, hey. Um, I'd like to shout out my baby boy, Jelani Richards Jr., who is graduating from VPK today. Yes. Um, <laughs> that was May 26, 2020, 2017. Who's Kia? What? <laughs> um, I know. Mommy, <laughs> mommy loves you and wishes you the best in your future schooling. Come on. <laughs> I'd also like to shout out my daughter, Aaliyah, who is moving up to fifth grade. Mommy loves you both. P.S. I love the podcast. You have found something special here. Wish y'all the best. Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise him every day. Praise the Lord. Praise him every day. And shout out to both Jelani and Aaliyah. Proud of you guys. Proud of my nieces and nephews out here. in the Yes, I love y'all. And the next one comes from Travis Simmons. Hello, Jaden Kia. I love your podcast. And I'd like to send a shout out to my sister, cousin, Dr. Kayla Smith. She is graduating from her surgical residency from Medical College of Georgia, Augusta University. She will be furthering her education with a fellowship in plastic surgery in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay. I'm so proud of the path she has laid for her younger family members to follow. That's not one I hear a lot, but I like it. Congratulations to you, Dr. Kayla Smith. And thank you, Travis, for writing in. <clears throat> the next um, email reads, hey, ladies, going to keep this short and sweet. We appreciate you. I hope I'm sending this to the right place. It took me a minute to find the email. I'm sorry. Um, I wonder if that was strategic. It wasn't. I feel like we say it every episode, but anywho. We will make sure um, we say it. Yes. My name is Eve. I want to shout out the Chocolate Trinity. The Chocolate Trinity includes my homies, Liv, David, and myself, the only black folks in our program cohort. We are together, a triple threat among many other things. I'm a mm. visual artist and educator. David is a professional dancer and Liv is a musician, singer, and teaching artist. On June it. 11th, we will be receiving our Master's in Fine Arts and Arts Leadership from Seattle University. We are all passionate about the arts and make experiences and making experiences and spaces equitable for people of color. Gird your loins, art world. We out here. That's right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Eve, for writing in and shout out to you, um, the members of the Chocolate Trinity, uh, Liv, David, and Eve. We're proud of you guys for getting them good old MFAs and we're excited that y'all getting ready to take things over in the world of arts education. I'm I see it. it, giving face in these Afropunk pictures. I love it. I love it. I love it. I know. It. Okay, so the next one comes from Sarah Copeland. Hey, Jade and Kia, I want to start off by saying I love your podcast. Shout out to my best friend at Solo X Dolo for turning me on to it. Go ahead, Solo X Dolo. Mm -hmm. We are late 20-something, so every week you speak our lives. I've been listening to your show every week, and I love the graduation shout-outs. I listen to them in my office and just say amen at all the beautiful <laughs> achievements of my brothers and sisters. We do, too. Yeah, indeed. This week, however, I would like to send a special shout-out to my mini. Her name is Bria, and this week she graduated from preschool yeah. on my birthday, May 25th, That's which was so special to me. I had my daughter during my last year in undergrad, and although I had some people doubt I would finish school, I did. I even went on to get my master's degree in social work while she was still an infant. Y'all, I was typing, grading papers, and breastfeeding my baby. That's I know it. that's right. Ooh, strong enough to bear the children then get back to business. Mm -hmm. Every degree I have, I've earned with this brilliant five-year-old a part of my life, including a bachelor's and master's of social work and soon to be a master's of early childhood education, graduating in December. I'm a single mama, so it's no easy road for the two of us, but she deserves this celebration. I purchased her a special pink grad cap and gown and decorated it with Moana theme since it's one of her favorite movies. I've attached a picture and she's a kind and mindful five-year-old. 
And I feel so blessed to be her mama. Whether she decides to pursue multiple degrees like me or not, I want her to know that I love her and always have attempted to give her the moon. The world is filled with all types of possibilities and she is able to achieve whatever she dreams. Congratulations, baby girl. I, th- I I'm about to cry. That is, <laughs> I, Sarah, that is, I think that is beautiful. Um, congratulations for your daughter. Yeah, congratulations, baby girl. And congratulations mm-hmm. to you, mom. You're doing your thing out here. Indeed, yo, you inspire me. Um, hey, Jay Nikia, my name is China, and I just wanted to start off by saying I appreciate this podcast dearly as I am now 18. Girl, bless your heart. And as my dad would say in his territory, I know that I have not fully entered adulthood yet, but I definitely feel the impact of it. I want to shout out myself for graduating Belleville High School a year ago from today, May 27th, as it was not easy at all. But more importantly, I wanted to shout out my two little brothers, as I like to call them, that I met at my job. Vince Villarini and Devin Young, who graduated from Edside Ford High School and also my best friend of now three years, Kenyatta Bronham, from graduating from Belleville High School. I know it wasn't easy for her, and I'm very proud of her that she was able to achieve this goal in her life. I was not able to make it to the graduation ceremony, so I hope this shout-out makes up for at least half of that. I love you so much, girl, and I'm tremendously proud of you. Thank you for taking the time to read this email and continue to be the motivation that helps me get through some if not most of my days, continue to praise the Lord niggas all the time. Yes, every yes, day. Just, just wanted to let y'all know that y'all are my aunties in my head. Well, since this baby is 18, I will allow it. Thank I'll you so it. much for writing it. in. Um, and congratulations to your little brothers and your best friend for graduating from high school. That is what's up. I'm super proud of y'all. Praise the Lord niggas. <laughs> <laughs> praise him. <laughs> Honor to all the other niggas on the roster. Yes. It's just good to be seen and not viewed. <laughs> I want to send a congrats to my good friend, Ryan. Now, before you roll your eyes, because you heard it. Uh, he's one of the good Ryans in the world. Mm. Ryan graduated mm. on Speculation. May 11th. Speculation. Right. Must I'm prove sorry. yourself. <laughs> Ryan graduated on May 11th from Prayer View A&M University with an educational doctorate in higher education leadership. Oh, go ahead. Let's you, sis. He's in the process of interviewing for leadership roles around the U.S., primarily in the fields of inclusion and diversity. He's also a proud member of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity, Inc. Ryan has overcome the obstacles of being in the foster care system, finding his biological parents, being rejected by said parents, and putting himself through school. He's a true inspiration. I would send the video of him cutting a good Kojic step across the (laughs) stage, but he may not enjoy that. Come on and give him the prayer. Right? I want to see. We're not going (laughs) to send it to nobody. (laughs) Congrats, Dr. Ryan. Side note, Kia, bring back your YouTube videos. The Christian Mingle reviews still have me dying. (laughs) (laughs) So many. I cannot believe that that is still like a thing. Listen. Shout out to you, Dr. Ryan. You might be one of the only Ryans that I allow. (laughs) But God bless your heart. All right. The next email says, Hey, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Let me take this time to shout out my 61 year old mother. Lady will be receiving her bachelor's of theology and biblical theology from Jameson School of Ministry in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on June 11th. Nicknamed Mother Hen by the director of her school because despite her five-foot frame, frame, she always sassily getting the people together while also tutoring everyone in the class. 
She's receiving an honorary. She received an honorary doctorate last year. Come on. Oh my goodness. The soon to be minister mommy doesn't want to preach, even though her sermons are always on point, but I pay her ordination fee as part of her mother's day gift. So she's Mm. about to be out here ordained and teaching the word to the saints, sinners and all those who, whose lives are in shambles. I'm so proud of her. Now, if we can just get her to, sorry, tangent, if we can just get her to stop leaving an entire conversation on my voice <laughs> when she calls and I don't answer. Girl, I'm not calling you back. But why? Because you just told me everything that you had to say. Can I just get, can, can I just text back like, God, it says, Rose eyes, sigh, sorry for the deviation into the petty peas land, but let me digress and get back into the shout out. Yes, congratulations, honorary doctor, official minister, mommy, Sharon, and all of us. All of the other graduates in the class of 2017, we see y'all out here doing the damn thing and we are beyond proud of you. That email is from uh, Miss Cherie Sims, who happens to be my boo. We both attend the same church here. So, hey, girl, hey. Um, And shout out to uh, your minister, mommy, Miss Sharon, out here getting the kids together over there at the um, Jameson School of Ministry in uh, Philadelphia. Thanks for writing and thanks for listening. sis. I really appreciate you. Thank you, Cherie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cracking up. That was, that literally made me laugh. She had a whole tangent in Miller. She sure did. She said, I just, let me just humble her real quick. She said, can, I just, can we just pause for the cause just briefly? Thank you. I'm going to lift you up, but I want you to just know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I love hey, Jaden Kidd, I love it. Thank you so much for being a positive light in this dark world. I just, again, it's just, it's just. Y'all are cute. Right. I look forward to Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. In my head, I think y'all are really my good kiki girlfriends. We are, and I get Absolutely. my entire life. I would like to shout out my sis and concert homie, Mia Lamb, for graduating with her BS in criminal justice from Westchester University. Westchester! Hey. In August, she will be attending either Westchester or St. Joseph's University to pursue her master's degree in criminal justice. We need more of us on the other side of the criminal justice. Say it uh Again. Ain't that My sis is really popping and doing big things. I'm beyond proud of her. Thank you, ladies, for highlighting these wonderful achievements. Keep doing great, y'all. Congratulations on 10 episodes. Yay! I can't wait to hear the 100th episode. Peace and blessings, Dawana. Thank you, Dawana, for writing in. And congratulations, Mia. I'm proud of you, sis. Please represent our, please represent our people. Hello. Good morning. My, <laughs> um... Mm, the next email comes from Maya. Maya says, hi, Jade and Kia. I recently graduated at the beginning of May and I'm a late listener to the show, but I am now a devoted listener and standing in formation. That's it. Listen, you're here. <laughs> we welcome you. I would like to give a graduation shout out to my former roommate and partner in crime, Nikki Thomas, who graduated in May 6th from Indiana University with a Bachelor of Arts in Anthropology. I would also like to give myself a shout out. I also graduated from Indiana University with a Bachelor of Science in Public Affairs. To finish out my email, I would also like to give a shout out to my mother, aw, who mm. has been cancer free for five years this yes. month. Yay! Um, oh. Thank you for everything that y'all do, and this podcast is helping me navigate my postgraduate life. Thank you so much for writing in, Maya. Yes. Shout out to you and Nikki, and shout out to mom. That's an awesome yeah. testimony. We're so glad that mom is still cancer free and looking amazing That's in these pictures it. that you sent right? us. Happy and vibrant. I live. Hey, cousins, my name is Kira, and I want y'all to know that y'all have been giving me life all the way in China. I hey, really be feeling like, like, right? <laughs> I really be feeling like I'm right at the table, which is what I need over here. Mm-hmm. Now for the most important part. I'd like to send a shout out to my best friend, Dalia Wild Goose, who graduated from the University of the Bahamas on the 25th of May with a Bachelor of Arts in Psychology. 
Listen, she has overcome so many failures, rejections, and trifling people, but she always finds a way to bounce back and push through. She's like the mom of our friend group and is such an inspiration and deserves the world. We can't express enough how proud we are of her. Love you, girl, and I can't wait to see you this summer. P.S. I love every bit of the graduation shout outs. Thank you, Kira. And shout out to Aaliyah. Um, that's I think our that's our second Aaliyah this graduation shout out mm-hmm. because I love black people so much. Kira included a picture and she is beautiful and this face is beat down. To caskets, honey. And that is our last shout out. Shout out to all the graduates, all of the cancer survivors, all of our young people who are moving forward in their elementary education. Indeed. Everybody, shout out to all of you. Thank you guys for listening and thank you guys for submitting your graduation shout outs. It's still not too late. I know that the graduation season is wrapping up, but if you still got one that you want to send in, you can send it in to Podcast at gmail.com. I'll be sure to leave the email address in the um, description when we post this episode. But thank you guys so much for sending in. And I love the graduation shout outs too. We're glad that you guys love them. Now we can get on into the kitchen table, honey. <laughs> um, so sis, we just gonna like just throw in, in kitchen table talk tonight. We just gonna like throw a question out there. You're gonna answer it. I'm gonna answer it, and we're just gonna see where the discussion flows from there. Okay. All right. All right. So we know that it is you know Memorial Day officially like the unofficial kickoff to the spring season. Mm-hmm. Um, 2017 has already been a crazy year. <laughs> Um, a year of many lessons learned for anybody who's really paying attention. Mm-hmm. So I thought that in the spirit of renewal, like spring being like the season of refreshing and renewal and things kind of being rebirth. Um, what does spring 2017 signify, signify or mean to you? Um, uh, what do you feel like needs to be let go? What, um, do you want to do differently in terms of like spring cleaning your life? Oh, wow. Oh, my word. This is so deep. <laughs> deep. It don't have to be deep, though. It could literally be something like, I'm going to clean my closet. <laughs> or like, you know what? But, I mean, however, however you want to play it. But it can be, I think I might have like a non-deep one and a deep one. But Yeah, same. You, yeah, yeah. So just go for it. Whatever comes to mind. So I feel like um, during this season, with a lot of the things that I've been thinking about, um, on the shallower end of things, mm-hmm. my house. Right. There are so many things that I want to do. I have visions. I have, um, I got DIY projects out the ass that I'm ready to accomplish. Um, so I want to get that together and make it just feel more homey. We moved in about six months ago. It takes time to get it together. So, and then I'm going to be filming a cooking series coming soon. So hey. I'd love to get it together for that. Um, in terms of myself, my yeah, of course, <laughs> I, you're actually going to be on an episode. Oh my so, god! So, in terms of myself, I have been thinking a lot just about, you know, maybe things that I haven't been able to let go, whether it be certain insecurities, professionally, romantically, whatever the case. And I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to navigate that differently. So, I am going to journal. Fran's going to get her damn life uh, <laughs> off of that. <laughs> Fran, like for all of you, I I hate feelings. Fran knows it. She's like, I can't wait to see you at my retreat. It's going to be so uncomfortable for you. <laughs> and you it is, cry. but I feel like, I, I, I don't know. I didn't even cry at my wedding. 
You didn't. No, I'm, yeah, I'm not a huge, I'm a crier out of frustration. I'm not really a big crier, just out of like sheer emotion. You didn't. I so, was grateful because I did your face. I was like, yes, God, you thank you, Jesus. You're like, no touch-ups. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that is just sheer laziness. Like, thank you, Lord. I don't got to put nobody's lashes back on. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Then it rained and you really ain't had to do nothing. But God moved. But um, listen, y'all, I was dancing at my wedding, okay? I was up there singing Rich Boy, sweating in that humidity, and it was fine. It was great. I didn't want no touch-ups. It was what it was. We had a good time. But I digress. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to journal and I want to journal in the efforts of getting my thoughts and my emotions in line together. Um, you know, I want to, I want to be able to have something to look back on to hold myself accountable. And if I'm putting down how I'm feeling and the thing about that too, that I thought about, I feel like a lot of people use journaling, you know, as a release, they use it to express frustration and so forth. I want to do it for that because that will help me to organize those emotions but I also want to journal when I'm feeling good mm-hmm. because I want to be able to reflect back on times that are positive and that upbuild me and uplift me and that make me feel good. So I can make sure that I get back to that place if I feel like I've kind of slipped out of it a little bit. So that's one thing that I want to do this season. And um, I'm going to go to therapy. I'm going to go to a counselor to also help me to organize those thoughts and to help me to figure out how to apply them to different things or different occurrences that have happened in my life and just kind of figure out what's what. So those are kind of some of my spring cleaning, um, some of my spring cleaning things that I want to do personally. Uh, and, and, you know, and then there's the basic stuff, exercise, continue to try to eat as, you know, as good as I can, save money, mm-hmm. bring lunch, you know, stuff like right, that. Right, but right, right. those I've, I've been thinking a lot about, um, those particular things that I spoke on, those are things that I've actively, I've been actively pursuing, um, looking for a counselor that I think is going to be a good fit for me, making sure that I do my proper research. Uh, so I'm not just going to see somebody because this is, I, you know, I have a goal and I want to make sure that I stick to that as, as positive as much as I can. So not positive, but I stick to that as closely as I can. So that's, that's where I'm at. What about you? I think that's awesome. Before we get into that, I would like to uh, say that, I don't know, I just feel like I want to affirm you and say that as your friend, I really, I really respect, um, you know, you know, being able to take a step back and saying, you know, I could do things differently um, and, and actually taking responsibility and you know, I'm here to support you and pray you through and, uh, you know, figure it out in any way I can be. You know that. But, I do. Um, as far as me, this kind of like punched me in the stomach. Shout out to uh, my brother, Joseph, who kind of had this idea. Um, Joseph never smiles. He was, looks like Garfield. <laughs> he looks like what? Don't talk about my brother. Garfield. I um, love Joseph. He's <laughs> one of my favorite this people. This kind of punched me in my stomach when he said it. Um, and... You know, he kind of pushed me to push past those uncomfortable feelings because I believe that, and I agree with him, that, mm-hmm. um, you know, 
uncomfortable things, like we grow in uncomfortable moments. So when, when mm-hmm. things make us uncomfortable, we tend to like kind of be drawn to comfort zones because, you know, who wants to be uncomfortable? But uncomfortable moments kind of push us to places where we need, where we can be grown and stretched. So I'm going to, I'm going to step out here and, you know, put myself out. Um, okay. I think that as far as spring cleaning and renewing and letting go of things, I would like to let go of disappointments. Mm-hmm. Um, I can say that I have allowed myself to let the disappointments in my life set the standard for my expectations. Mm. Um, and as a result, I have been living beneath what what God has for me. Um, mm. And I don't want to get entirely too deep, but I think that that can kind of go across the board. Um, because like, you know, fail friendships, fail relationships. Um, when you try things professionally, and are not successful, it can make you feel like, all right, well, maybe I shouldn't do that again. But Mm -hmm. um, it's really important for, I've I've been getting a lot of um, messages of, you know, through different things um, that even though my experiences to this point have been such, um, it doesn't mean that it's always going to be this way. And Mm -hmm. I don't entirely know. So I'm like, I got like a big knot in my stomach while I'm talking about this because I don't really know how to do this. Um, Mm -hmm. But I know that I need to find a way to do this um, because I can say that honestly, especially in terms of like relationships, I have allowed how um, other people have treated me in the past to kind mm-hmm. of be to kind of like be like oh well I guess everybody's going to treat me like this and I should just expect I should just expect it and I and I know that that's not coming from a position of you know positivity it's not coming from a position of faith it's not coming from a position of um you know health you know mm-hmm. mentally and emotionally um so I need to learn how to figure out I mean, I need to figure out and how to learn how to um, rid myself of of um, <clears throat> or let go of the disappointments because I have a tendency to hold on to them. Mm-hmm. Um, if mm-hmm. all if every previous boyfriend have treated me a certain kind of way, I feel like well, all niggas are going to treat me this way, so maybe I should just stop expecting niggas to treat me right. And I right. and I feel real dramatic saying that because I can't believe that I have. Uh, even allow myself to get to this point, but I just have to be real. Um, and I don't. Again, I'm I'm kind of like stuck because I don't really know how to go about doing it. But it is something that I would like to learn how to let go. And I know that that's not something I'm going to be able to do like super quickly. Right. Um, so, so I'm down. So if you guys have any of our listeners or. You know, you guys have been really awesome. Let me just say this really quick, because even in response to to our last episode, Honesty Box, you know, the young lady who shared about, you know, still being a virgin at 27 Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, feeling some kind of way about that, um, you know, not having have had the relationship experiences she would have liked to have at this point in her life. So many people Mm -hmm. reached out. um, Yes, they did. So many people reached out, whether it be via Twitter or via mm-hmm. 
the emails, like so many people reached out and shared their stories and saying, I just want to encourage that young lady and tell her that, you know, it's okay. I've been where she is. And I just think that Mm -hmm. the community, I tweeted about this, the community that this podcast is building, like we may never be as big as some of the other podcasts. We may never be like on TV and doing some of those other things. And, and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm into I could, um, when I agreed to do this, me and Jade and I have talked about this. I came into this experience thinking like, all right, I'm just going to, it's an opportunity, um, for me to push myself out and get more comfortable in space, Mm -hmm. space where I've not been comfortable previously. And I'm not looking for this to, you know, do anything other than help me to be better. Um, if, if if other opportunities come, that's awesome. But I'm just looking to just be myself mm-hmm. all the time on in, in this platform. And whatever doors open as a result of that, that's awesome and amazing. But I think one of the benefits that I of this of this podcast that I never would have expected is to see how many other people, men, women, because it's not even just women, who No, it's not. Who reach out and say, you know, I love this podcast. Y'all are talking about positive things. I love the graduation shout outs. Um, so many of y'all get to interact with one another on Twitter and Facebook and those things mm-hmm. like that. And I never would have thought that, you know, I could be a part of something that would build this kind of community. So right. that I want to say, you know, I really appreciate it and I'm grateful for. So if you guys have, you know, any advice or or experiences that you feel might be helpful to me as I learn how to try to let go of disappointment and clean that gook out of my life. Cause I feel like it is kind of blocking me. And we talk a lot mm-hmm. about perspective on this show and how things kind of cloud our vision and our judgment. And mm-hmm. I just don't want to be, I don't want to be stuck behind what's already happened to me so that I can't see and appreciate what's happening right now. Um, Absolutely. So you know, I guess that's the answer to my question. Um, to the question, I guess I, I would like to to get to get rid of that. Um, and I'm open to anybody's suggestions as to how. That's kind of like the heavy deep one. Um, and um, I guess the the lighter one is I, I I would like to just be more committed to uh structure and routine in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm too old to be waiting until I don't have no underwear <laughs> to wash my clothes. <laughs> so I would like to say that at least once a week, I'm going to wash one load of clothes. <laughs> I would like to say, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to have more structure and more routine. And I just, you know, I always compare myself to my mother. And maybe that's all the time. Maybe that's not a good thing, but that's all I got. But I just think about like, and I think another thing I make excuses, but like, it would be a lot easier if I had a washer and dryer, like in my unit, like in my apartment, the task and chore of having to like go downstairs and do all of that. That is just, it's not that hard, but it just seems so incredibly daunting that I put it off and put it off. But yes, as embarrassing (laughs) and, and as trifling as it sounds, I would like to, at least get into a place where I have an established routine about certain things. That's not just laundry, but like, you know, I want to have a routine. Like I work out consistently Mm -hmm. three days a week or, you know, I have, I just want to be better about regiment and schedule in my life. 
because I feel like Absolutely. that's something that I'm definitely lacking. And at this age and stage in my life, I just really need to do better. <laughs> same, same, <this. laughs> that's, that's for real. That's for real. Well, but yeah, we're, I just want to. Oh, go, go ahead. Oh, go sorry. for it. No, 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 go. Well, for one, I, um, I didn't, I was processing what you were saying, so I didn't really respond to you, but you know, I just, I, I want to let you know personally that, you know, you're always support. I know you're always supporting me and I know that I call, I can call you anytime that I need to, mm-hmm. anytime I'm going through it. I have, <laughs> and you know, um, you're able to be there for me. And I, I have a tendency to, to veer in a more pessimistic, uh, like side of things when it comes to disappointments as well. You're not alone in that at all. I had a moment this weekend. um, I had a catering, which I'll get into a little bit later, but you know, caterings are stressful. Food is stressful because you've got to make sure things are right temperatures and you want to make sure you're not getting people sick and you're washing things and you're seasoning things and it's going to taste good. And it's just, you're getting there on time. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's a, it's a huge pressure industry. And I had a little breakdown you know, when I felt like I was, when I felt like I was falling apart right at the very end of it. Um, and it ended up coming together beautifully, but you know, I had to stop and step back and say, after, you know, I got the affirmations and everything was great. It was like, I can't allow myself to get that stressed. Um, and that, that discouraged to the point where, I question whether or not, you know, is this what I want to do? Because I know that this is what I want to do. I know this is what I love to do. I can't wait to be able to take it and, and, and put it in other avenues. And I try to now, and it's a, it's a slow, slow, slow process, but now try to just think on the more positive side of things, um, in order to not stress myself out and to encourage myself. And you have so many accomplishments. Um, educationally and and in other areas that I'm extremely proud of you and I and I look up to it you know what I'm saying I it encourages me and you've done it in the face of so much adversity and trying 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 situations and you are really hard on yourself. That's one thing watching you as your friend. Mm. I'm like, she's so hard on herself and she's so great. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like you've done so many great things, but aside from that, you are just a dope ass person. And so when I see you being so hard on yourself, it frustrates me. Cause I'm like, but you've got so many wonderful things under your belt. And on top of that, you're just a good person. You're funny. You love your friends, you're encouraging to your friends, but sometimes I feel like you're not encouraging enough to yourself. That's true. And, you know, if, if, and I know that's a slow process because we're always harder on ourselves than anybody else is. Right. But as your friend, like, and watching you, you're going through this very gracefully. Um, and you're going to get to a point where those disappointments are, those, the, the light moments are going to, outshine those they're going to outweigh those and you're going to see all of the beautiful things that you've been able to 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 blossom and grow from this so i just want you to know that as as your sis thank you sis and know that you're not alone in that i appreciate you thank you so much but we didn't mean to like totally have like on you guys or whatever yama fix my life moment jesus Uh, (laughs) 
Jadian lah. <laughs> Kilanya. <laughs> beloved. You've got to stop beating yourself up, beloved. You have to do the hand movement. She'd be like, bring it up from the root. <laughs> Like, give it sound. Count your degrees. Count them backwards. Count your degrees backwards, sis. Doctorate, masters, bachelors. Oh my god. Associates. I love it. I watch. First of all, you gotta watch this last. Gloria. I mean, not Gloria. What's her name? The Govan. Laura. Laura Govan. Laura. Iyanla. Fix my life. And I just feel like. You just got to watch it because Iyanla has a unique way. You know, she has a unique way of coming in. She rides into people's life in her uh, Toyota Prius <laughs> and she conjures up all of the gook and mire and terrible things that a person has had to face in their childhood. And then she says, that's it. It was awful. And then she gets in her Toyota Prius and drives off into the sunset. Um <laughs> And it's just always so, so interesting and captivating to watch how these people kind of like get brought to the, to, they bring all this emotion up to the surface. And she was like, yes, I'm so glad that you've acknowledged that your life is terrible in this way. <laughs> now, and then before you know it, the episode is over. Now I'm sure like that, that she has like <laughs> staff and these people, you know, there's a process. I would hope I should say, I'm not sure, but I would hope that there's a process and these people are able to have access to like counselors and stuff. But you got to watch Laura go find, you know, who kind of, she disclosed that she was like raped as a child in oh. front of her parents. And like, oh Iyan was just like, mm. and I'm just like, girl, this is traumatic, girl. Because <laughs> she don't know what to say. Oh my God. Rhonda is ill-equipped. <laughs> oh, Rhonda from the Rhonda from is from Brooklyn is ill-equipped to provide these people what they need. She li- provides a listening ear and then she goes, well, all right. And I then she gets Iyanla up and though. takes her purse and I've goes to drive her with, Uber. Yes. I've, <laughs> I've been riding with Iyanla since starting Overhouse. You remember that or not? No. I live for the starting Overhouse. That was like way back in the day. Send me a tweet if you watch the starting Overhouse, yo. That was good television. I need to, now I need to go and, and look it up on my Cody. <laughs> Indeed. So yeah, that's what's up for Kitchen Table Talk. Y'all let us know what are the things that you will be doing to refresh and renew your 2017 from this point on? What are the things that you would like to to do differently and go into the rest of the year, um, you know, with a new perspective and new goals and a new outlook? Let us know. Send us a tweet. Actually, I would really like for our Facebook page to be more than just a place where people can rate the show. But I would like for you guys to post things and interact with one another because people are often asking us how can, you know, they communicate with other listeners. And I think our Facebook page is a great way to start. So I will leave our Facebook link in the description box as well. And I will make sure to tweet that this week. Um, And I'll actually try to get on there myself um, and hopefully try to, um, you know, engage, engage, yeah. Like um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm here, like rolling my hands trying to find my words, but uh, yeah, try to um whip up some um discussion amongst you guys, cause you know it's a lot. Believe it or not, sis, it's a lot of niggas listening to this show. <laughs> like, I, so I'm seeing, and I'm I, blown it's away. even like I'm y'all, y'all really listen. I uh, can't believe um, it, and like, I, I, I love it. I'm amazed. Listen, the girl when I uh, the 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 first girl and her mom when I was walking, 
in the street. I'm literally, you know, I'd be in my own world. I'd be on the phone. I make sure that I don't run into niggas, but like, I just be like, I just be really doing my thing. So for people to tell me that they, you know, they're encouraged by it and they love it. And like, you got your mama listening to my filth. Like, it just, it warms my black heart. (laughs) It warms my black heart. So we really appreciate you all. We love the community. I know there was a, I think it was a tweet where some, you know, when it was a bunch of a bunch of people talking about, you know, like, how can we engage with one another more? Is there a place where we can engage with each other more? And I know some people were like, please, not Facebook. But. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> no, it's not just it's the fact is like the 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 getting grown Facebook page. Again, we're going to try to be more engaged on there. Know that, you know, we're just busy sometimes and it happens. But we're definitely going to try to do that because we do want to build that sense of community. And that's what this was all about. And um, if I can't do nothing else in my life, I want to make sure I cook people good food and I encourage them. And especially my people, my black people, like I need us to to come up and be doing great things and to be able to see so many people coming to the forefront who are doing great things of color. It li- it really, really warms me. And then those who are not people of color, but who can celebrate people of color. I just, I love everybody coming together. Like I think it's beautiful. So um, make sure you guys engage. I'm sorry that you hate Facebook so much. I do too, but unfortunately it provides great things to me. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to use that as our community for right now. Um, until we can figure out another way. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But But for now, let's try to do that. So we'll make sure the link is in the description box and you guys get to talking. There were two girls who lived in, I don't, bumblefuck America, (laughs) who, um, (laughs) same time. And they're like, I have no friends. Be friends. Friends. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be a good time. So we love you guys and we really, truly, truly, truly cannot express enough how much we appreciate you all for continuing to support us as we, figure this thing out and um, bore you to death with our dry voices. So. (laughs) (laughs) Help us. But yes. With that being said. We'll move right on into the next segment. Shall we? Honestly. Truly. It's time for the honesty box. 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 So. Shout out Let's to Joanne the it. Scammer. Shout out to Joanne the Scammer. Right? Proud of you, sir. One of my favorite people on the planet. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Lo- oh, my God. You're smoking Ricks. You're smoking Mids. <laughs> wow. You really are poor. Oh, my God. <laughs> not even high grade. Anyway. Hi, Jade and Kia. Much congrats on the success of the show so far. Thank you so much. Y'all Thanks, are deserving, mom. so keep it up. We're going to try. My question is, is it true what they say that once the trust is gone, it's gone? Have you guys ever been in a situation where your trust was compromised and you stayed? Mm. You don't have to insert this part, but you can if you want to. We want to, so we will. Yes. (laughs) But basically, in the beginning of my relationship, I was really awful and snooped a few times. Saw some things I wish I hadn't, but to my knowledge, he hasn't cheated. It's been the flirty messages with platonic friends that bothered me. Well, the trust never fully came back, and I haven't looked in his things in a year or so. Have no desire to do so anymore, but sometimes I still wonder about those platonic friends. Hmm. I know what y'all are going to say already. I need to be more secure. LOL. And I'm working on that. But what are your thoughts? I just need someone to keep it real with me. I know Jade is married and I'm curious if this is a part of through the good and bad part of marriage. Hmm. Don't mention this. So. (laughs) Hmm. Signed, retired FBI. (laughs) Yeah, ignore that. (laughs) Um, Sis. Yes, please. 
I just feel like, <clears throat> okay. <laughs> I have, I have never been one to uh, snoop mm-hmm. because I feel like if you look for something, you will find it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't, and that might be, you know, dumb on my part or whatever. But I just feel like if I'm not prepared to find what I'm looking for, then I should probably not look. Um, because if you look for something, you will find it. Um. I have a couple of questions though. Um, she okay. said that she looked, um, mm-hmm. and she saw some things that she didn't really care for. My question mm-hmm. first is like, so did you speak up and say, what is this about? Right. Um, and cause I mean, from what it sounded like to me, it was like, you know, are you dealing with trust issues that you have not disclosed to your partner? And if, if so, right. then that's not fair. Um, because if he's, you know, just, you know, running around thinking everything is just, you know, high peas and butter <laughs> and ain't no problems, then, and you, you know, in your bag because he is ha 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 kin kin in the girl's face, um, right. you know, how, number one, do you expect him to stop? <laughs> mm-hmm. And number two, how can you really be mad if you've, if you've never told him that this is something that upsets you? Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, those are the, the first, the, the questions that came to mind when I asked, um, I've never, I can't, I don't know. I don't really know. I, I guess I have to defer to you sis, because I don't know that I've been in a situation where I've known that, you know, somebody was doing something like, I know without a shadow of a doubt that somebody was doing something that I didn't like. And I, A, didn't say, Hey, I don't like it when you do that. <laughs> and, um, uh, B didn't, you know you know, make some changes if, if, if they didn't respond. Cause I feel like in any situation in a relationship, if you voice to somebody that you don't like what they're doing or that what they're doing is making you feel some kind of way and they don't change, then, you know, reevaluate you. It's then up to you to make a determination yeah. about what your, what behavior you're going to change to get yourself out of the situation that you don't like. Ooh. So, um, I don't know, uh, FBI. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> I think if if yeah, I'm hesitant. I'm I'm leery if because I feel like I feel like you would just need to have a conversation, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. I don't know. I don't feel no kind of way. Maybe it, do you think that she's worried about like him being like, why you was in my phone? Don't ask me that. I'm telling you what I Let found. I'm. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you what a nigga's classic line is. Why were you looking at my phone? Cause nigga, I was. Now let's move on to what the <laughs> issue is. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm gonna start this off by saying, so I creep, yeah, just Mm-mm. creeping on no. the down low. Canceled. Remember, you forgot. She is. Oh yeah, yeah. She's. I'm not gonna say that. Yes, she's gone. <laughs> she's canceled. Eighty six. Yeah. Eighty six. But um. I think I'm not going I'm not going to speak for everybody but I'll speak for a good portion of us who I have spoken to personally uh that we have a good amount of us have have looked at one point or another. Um I have definitely done the full blown open and scroll <laughs> and I've also done the pass by when I hear the phone click it and uh click it and and Oh, who was that? And what was that little noise? Who was that? Oh, okay. <laughs> I've definitely done that um in the past. And now 
I have come to the realization that I, I have truly come to the realization. And a lot of that came from trust issues from before other relationships. And one thing that I have to put into perspective is that I like, it's not fair to the, to your current partner. Um, but if those trust issues come from that current partner, like Kia said, you need to have a, excuse me. Sorry about that. My little instrument. <laughs> but um as Kia said, first of all, you need to have a conversation. Now I'm gonna go on the I'm gonna go off of the fact that you have. I don't know if you have, that was one of her questions, but we're going to just go strictly off of assumption at this point that you've had that conversation. And hopefully out of respect for you and your relationship, even if it was something that was not detrimental to it, which clearly it wasn't, it was something that still raised alarm and it still raised insecurities. And having a conversation with your partner, if they can't respect the fact that you feel a way about that and discontinue that activity that's making you uncomfortable, that's when you need to have a different conversation, one with them and one with yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, But another thing that you need to keep in mind, taking that outside of it, let's say that he has discontinued that activity. Let's say that he's no longer engaging that way. Let's say even that he didn't even realize because niggas are stupid that... um. He that his his uh, his behavior was inappropriate, and um, you've expressed to him that it's inappropriate. Let's say that let's say all of that has happened, and he's still continuing to do the same thing. It's that wouldn't be right. But if he has discontinued that, and he, I'm sorry, I'm getting muddled in my thoughts. If he's discontinued that, and you just still have trust issues because you can't get past some of the things that you've seen, which I know can be the case sometimes. Sometimes we see things and then they magnify in our heads and we're uncomfortable with them and they raise all kinds of other emotions and insecurities. And, you know, even after you've talked it out and you've duked it out and you've apologized and you've cried about it and it's just, it's, you've gone through all the different levels because it happens. You try to move forward and you have moments where you don't even think about it and you all are in a great place. And then for whatever reason, the shit just pops back in your head and you're like, oh, like this nigga again. You know what I'm saying? It could be nothing and it could be something triggering. Like it could be anything that could bring it back. Um, That's when you have to. One thing that I I personally have to repeat to myself because I have a tendency to overthink is I can't control anybody else. And if I sit here trying to control them with my mind, not necessarily control them, but constantly harping on what could be in a negative sense, I'm going to drive myself crazy. Mm -hmm. So if you've chosen to move forward, which it looks like you have, um, and you all have had those pointed conversations, and there is a clear understanding, a clear understanding between the two of you, and clear communication between the two of you, I would then at that point, because those are very key things, I would then at that point start to truly look into what your insecurities are. And that's not putting blame on yourself. I'm not victim blaming by any means, so please don't take it that way. I'm not saying what he did was right. It's trifling. It's wrong. You know, I don't know why people... People know when they're doing stuff that ain't right. Like, stop doing that. (laughs) Like, the people who are doing things like that, texting and doing things that you know you wouldn't want your partner doing. Like, stop doing stuff like that. But that's just a little tangent. (laughs) Um, Aside from all of that, if you've had those pointed conversations, you've come to an understanding, you've you've decided that you were going to move forward, you vocalized that you were going to move forward, then start to do things for yourself that are going to make your mind feel better and try to shift your thinking a little bit. 
And if that means that you need to go to therapy and figure out how you can get past those insecurities, um, if that means that you need to sit down and write down what those insecurities are, if that means that you need to have another conversation with him about those are and, and what can trigger that, um, I think that you're going to be fine. You're going to, you're going to get to a place where you're going to get some mental peace. But if you're constantly going over what could be negatively, that's going to impact your entire relationship and it's going to impact your entire self, which is then going to shift how you not only respond and react to him, but just how you feel. Because then there will be moments where you're not going to be with him, but you're going to be wondering what's going on or have all these thoughts. And you have to realize, like, you know what? I've expressed myself to him. Um, He has expressed that he respects our relationship and he loves me. He's not going to do these things. So wherever he is right now, I just, I can't do anything about it. And then do something for yourself. You know what I mean? So make sure that you, that you're having those conversations, those necessary conversations that Kia spoke about. Make sure that you've gotten all of that out on the table. And then once that's on the table, start to work on the things that are going to make you feel better and give you some peace of mind because stress is going to kill you. Overthinking is going to just kill that. And then it's going to kill your whole vibe and it's going to kill your whole personal vibe. And then you're going to be putting negative energy into something that and feeding something instead of feeding the, the, the positive side of it and trying to build it and trying to work f- and to move forward and truly move forward so that these issues don't arise later on in your relationship. I'm sorry. I know I just spoke a lot and I hope I no. wasn't like, I know I was all over the place, but I do think that you need to do those things. I think you need to have those conversations with him. And then after that, you've got to figure out how to resolve things with yourself. Outstanding perspective, Seth. Gracias. I'm still, listen, listen, I am, um, I'm in this relationship and um, I am married, but it don't stop. (laughs) It doesn't, it never, it never stops. There's always a new issue um, and relationships are work but they can also be so fulfilling and such a blessing. And if you guys can, can move forward with past, past some of those issues that you have, if you're able to, that's when you grow stronger, if you can communicate and if you can truly fix the foundation of what those individual issues are, then you'll be able to move forward. And it's, it's always going to be a struggle. And when you're in that struggle, sometimes it's really hard to, (laughs) to see the light when you get out of it you know, when you're going to get out of it because you're dead in the middle of it. But my parents have been married uh, for over 30 years. I had a set of grandparents who were going, they were 61 years married, another, I think like 50 something. And they have all gone through hell and high water. I have watched them. I, you know, obviously I didn't see my grandparents' entire relationship, but I know just from speaking to my grandmothers and all the things that they've gone through, how troublesome it can get. It can get way worse than that. (laughs) It can get way worse than that. And that's not me trying to discourage you. That's me telling you that, you know, it's always going to be something, but it doesn't mean that it's not workable. It doesn't mean that it's not doable. And it's not, it doesn't mean that it's not worth trying to fix it. Um, But it's also not worth your sanity and it's not worth your peace of mind. And so just for your own peace of mind, 
that's that's where I want that's why I want you to resolve it. That's why I want you to work out those things because you're gonna drive yourself crazy. Even when he doesn't know what's going on, you're gonna drive yourself crazy. And that ain't never the way to go. Don't do it, sis. It ain't worth it. That's it. <laughs> well, that's this week's honesty box. We're gonna move right on into the black women's self-care. Well, I care. Black women's self-care. It's been a while. It has. Um, but we've still been trying to take care of ourselves. Um, so, sis, so anything that you've done in particular this week that, uh, you know, has been particularly caring for yourself as a black woman? Yes. A very pointed thing I did. So I mentioned briefly earlier that I had a catering so I was out doing the shopping for the catering, mm-hmm. um, which, by the way, it went super well. Jadeofalljades.com. I know I have said for the longest that it's coming soon, but it will be up within days. Yay! So you guys will be able to hit me up inquiries. There will be recipes coming. It'll be a good time. But that was just a shameless plug. I'm um, excited. I'm excited. Thank you, sis. Um, so I went to go do the shopping for the catering and I said, you know what? I like I tried to plan ahead of time and make really like pointed and specific lists of places I needed to go, what I need to get from each one. Um, just really wanted to organize myself so that I made the most of my time and I made my prep as easy as possible. And um, I said, you know, what? I want to have a nice prep. So when I was out at one of the places, they had some cherries on sale, cherries coming back. So I bought myself some cherries and I was at Costco and I bought myself some nice cheeses. I got myself a Merlot, Bella Vitano, which is, <laughs> oh, one of my favorite cheeses. It's got Classy. like slightly white sweet woman hints wine. to it. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. It's a white woman cheese. It's fine. <laughs> um, so the Merlot, Bella Vitano. And then I got to the next place, which is like my like my produce place where I got the cherries and stuff and I got, they have an olive bar. So I did that. Then I got to the last place and I found myself some Shandy, some lemon beer. (laughs) And I bought that. And I said, I'm going to get back to the crib. I'm going to set my groceries up. I'm going to chop my stuff. I'm going to turn on my music. I'm going to drink my beer, eat my olives, my hummus, my pita and my cheese. You made a cheese And that's what I did to make myself. I made a cheese, nigga. I made myself a, a platter. I made myself an unofficial meze platter with some grape leaves and some cheese and some olives and I had a beer and it was really cold and it just I it just felt nice and it made my prep a lot more relaxing um to be able to do something for myself so that was my little my little tidbit of self-care what you do this week to take care of you So my black woman self-care was twofold this week um Mhm I, and I know I've probably said this before in a previous Black Woman Self-Care, but I treated myself to a very luxurious and decadent pedicure. I found a Black-owned nail spa. um, Oh, yes. And right here in um, uh, the DMV, it was in the Silver Spring area. um, And I got myself this very fancy Japanese jelly pedicure. It was magnificent. I I feel like I got whole new feet. Like to be totally honest, <laughs> um, and you know, um, so that was that was feats. a great time. Yes, feats, F E T Z, feats. I got I love it. 
Um, <laughs> I love it. And I had a great time. It was really, really nice. Um, and if they're, they specialize, you know, it's owned by an esthetician, I believe. Um, or they have an esthetician on, um, you know, there at the spa. They have full service facials, all the, you know, massages, you know, manicures, pedicures, whole wide range of wonderful services that they give. Um, and, you know, it was really, really good. Um, black women in there serving one another. It was just amazing. The service was great. And I will definitely be back. Um, secondly, I want to go when I come. Yeah. Yeah. We'll definitely make a day of it. Um, secondly, so I, I, I said that, you know, I had a lot of feelings this week and I was really to myself and, feeling really down i was watching i didn't even go to church ain't that terrible but i did watch i watched a lot of church on sunday i just watched online but i just stayed home um and i gave i That's gave i gave online <laughs> yes i did um <clears throat> so i was watching um uh my bishop in my head so like i don't attend the potter's house in dallas but um i watch their services very frequently and i was able to watch their service this week and the bishop said something that was very very like it really really got in my business and if you follow me on twitter on sunday you saw that i was really tweeting how upset i was that the, that the bishop was in my business because i was enjoying being <laughs> a hermit and in my feelings and in my house all by myself and he was like you know you know isolating yourself is one of the things that the enemy will do to um you know distract you because he'll, it's a Proverbs way to, 18.1. You better know your Bible. <laughs> yeah. So I, so, so, so. I did not. Um, so, yeah, it was literally all about like he, I was in my house and the message was all about connecting and how we get what we need to by connecting and transferring energy and thoughts and ideas with people, with the right people. So I got literally I was listening to the message, rolling my eyes, feeling away. <laughs> um, but something in me said, you know, reach out to someone and, you know, see if you can, you know, make a connection. One of my mentors, my favorite people on the earth, um, I just sent, I just sent her a message and I just said, I don't know if you're around this weekend, but you know, I just wanted to spend some time with you if you have a few minutes. And I wasn't expecting her to hit me right back because she's a very busy woman, but she did. And she was like, Oh, yes, come by. Um, we'll sit, we'll talk. And I actually went to her house and I got so much out of that interaction. I was able to t just tell her, you know, about the things that I was feeling. And then from there, you know, we talked about everything. I shared with her some of my goals financially. We talked about like financial planning and, and, you know, mm -hmm. retirement and investing and, you know, some consulting business, some consulting work that I'm doing. I got lots of great ideas from her. And it was really just kind of like, like nourishment for my soul, like on some chicken soup for the soul type. And I didn't even know that I needed it, but I, I'm, I, I say that my black women self care was that I felt myself being empty and needing like to be replenished and all that stuff. And I reached out to someone who I thought could speak to what I need and spending time with her and kind of like immersing myself in an environment that was different than my house and going to her house and seeing that this woman, you know, she has a beautiful home with all of these fabulous things. And it just kind of like encouraged me and let me know that there is more to <laughs> my life in DC to then this little studio apartment. And if I keep working hard, although I'm tired and 
feel like I've been beat up. If I keep working hard, I can have the things that I'm, that I would like to have one day. So, um, that was my black woman self-care. I got a great pedicure. And then I, I, I intentionally tried to spend some time with a mentor of mine to kind of, you know, get out of my feelings a little bit. And it was amazing. Ah, that's beautiful. This is, I feel like talking to so many people, this is the season of like shedding a lot of like foolishness from different relationships, whether they be family relationships, family, romantic, um, friendships, and trying to shed that, ne- that negativity off of them and then growing as individuals so that we're better within those, within those parameters. So that's dope. I'm glad you were able to go get a positive word. And sometimes getting out of your house is like, sometimes you just need to leave your house. Some, yeah. Your house is a haven and some you're ready to come home. Because we said that last sometimes week. Sometimes like you got to get out. Your yeah. house is your sanctuary, but like, you know, there is more to life than, you know, you know, you get, you get, um, refilled and refueled in your sanctuary, but that's so that you can go yeah. out and do your work. So you can't, even though I think my house is great and I love to be here, I know that I cannot stay here <laughs> all the time. So it's all about no. it's all about balance. Um, it's balance, and like when you have too much of something, it, it you know it's not always a good thing. Absolutely. So. Um, and I mean, you know, I think that'll be another topic for kitchen table talk one day. But there is something to having and surrounding yourself with positive mentors, and um, you know, the difference between like you know admiring someone and just like you know what what it really means to be mentored i guess i should say um and that's something that i've been you know kind of learning as i kind of progress through this journey so maybe we can talk about that one day this week but there is something about you know being intentional and looking for examples um Mm -hmm. this woman is you know we're in the same field professionally and I've learned so much from her as a, as one of her students. And I literally went up to her one day and was just like, I want you to teach me how to do this. And she was like, what? I was like, everything. Like, I want you to teach me how to do it. Um, and she was, um, she was so gracious enough to uh, allow me to do that. And, you know, every mentor relationship is going to be different. Um, and I don't mm-hmm. speak to her every day. I don't speak to her every week or even every month. But just when I need to speak to her, I can reach out to her and, and connect with her. So um, definitely look for mentors and don't be afraid to approach people. Don't be creepy, mm-hmm. though. Don't be creepy because no. that's not what no. it is. But, you know, just be honest and be sincere about where you are and express what it is that you're looking for. And if they can help you, then they will. Or if they can't ask them to connect you to someone who they feel like can um mm-hmm. so yeah but that was kind of like a bonus because that was black women self-care we should move on into the petty of Pete. and i want to be very responsible of the things i say to my sister because everybody know i can be real petty p-e to the t-t-y honey petty peeves that's it you want to go first or me you go all right then mine is going to be real short and sweet and straight to the point everything like that right there um (laughs) let me tell y'all something i talked about this a little bit on twitter actually i might have two for the people on tonight okay um the first one i want to talk about makeup i want to talk about highlighters specifically Uh -uh. because what i have noticed amongst uh amongst my sistren is that, you know, I, I, don't get me wrong. I want y'all to hear me first. I live for a good highlight 
ain't nothing quite like a glow. I think that we all should be luminescent because nobody wants to be ashy. Am I right? So, so <laughs> I'm not at all saying that we should not use highlighters. I'm not even saying that we should use multiple highlighters when we highlight our cheekbones. But I think that there are certain things that we need to consider and keep in mind when we are highlighting our faces. Okay. One. Number one. Um, highlighting just by virtue of the definition of the word means that you are accentuating drawing attention to you're saying hey look at this right so if i mean that means if if we're going to be excessive with our highlighters we need to do our due diligence to make sure that our skin is adequately um uh i'm trying to say this uh i don't want to be offensive so this is my problem some of us have like problem skin right (laughs) some of us have you know, different breakouts, different skin issues. I Hmm. think your skin, your foundation game, your skin game needs to be together if you are going to go overboard with your highlighter because failing to do so, well, it's just saying like, hey, everybody look at the problem areas on my face. (laughs) And I'm saying this with love. I'm saying this because I don't want y'all to be out here looking wrong. Okay. You know, and this is like for real. Like, I don't want y'all to be like, this? She always been? No, I'm for real. I don't want y'all to be like, I ain't know. So that's why I'm saying, I'm telling you, ask ask someone, let me be your your objective. Let me be your outside perspective. Let (laughs) Let me me tell you what it looks like from the outside. Okay. Because we we see ourselves in the mirror. You'd be like, yes, this face is beat. Sometimes we do too much. Secondly, skin is to always, always, always look like skin. Okay, mm. it's mm. always supposed to look like skin, sis. It always supposed to have a skin-like quality. It's supposed to look like skin. It's supposed to look like when you touch it, it's gonna feel like skin. Stop baptizing yourself in this glitter, and <laughs> walk, walking around here looking like the Tin Man. Okay, <laughs> shiny, luminescent faces. Like there's a difference between glow and shine and highlighting and just looking greasy. Like you. Watch out for me. I'm- <laughs> about to glow (laughs) that's like i just and i'm just saying i'm again i'm saying this with love now you talking i'm saying this as a person who has used two and three highlighters to get the point across so i'm not saying that i don't use highlighters i'm just saying that there is a method to the madness okay and thirdly this is my final point your highlighter is supposed to be in concentrated areas of your face highlighting means this is where the light naturally hits your face like if you were to sit in front of a light like a uh whether it be a photography light or if you were to just take a lampshade off a lamp in your house and you look at where your face is naturally lighter it's typically right at the top of your cheekbones maybe in the center of the bridge of your nose and the center of your forehead those are the places where the highlighter belongs okay (laughs) you are not supposed to put your big fluffy brush into the highlighter and proceed to sweep it across your entire face that's not that's not what we're (laughs) supposed to do it's just not it okay out here looking like a disco ball stop you're not a stripper you're not you're not okay no shade to strippers no shade because i respect that i respect the profession but I'm saying, right. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, just it's just not something that you're supposed to do 
all willy nilly. And I say that with love. All right. I'm going to go to a completely different place for my other petty peeve. Cause this stuff is something <laughs> personal to me. It has nothing to do with makeup. And I don't even have to expound it on, on it a whole lot. I'm just going to say this. I want y'all to stop asking people why they don't have kids. <laughs> oh, I want y'all to stop asking people, single women, why they not married. Just stop it. Just stop it. And stop asking people with kids when they going to have another one. I just feel like certain things are not your business. Um, And it's just, it's just a very delicate situation. And you don't know what a person is going through. I'm not even speaking for myself. You know what I'm saying? As a single person who has no children. And I don't know. I've never tried to have children. So I don't know if I'm going to have fertility issues or whatever. I'm not speaking for myself. I'm speaking for people who I know, married couples or single women, you know, whomever, who have tried to have children and have not been successful, who have had miscarriages. Mm -hmm. You don't Mm -hmm. know what nerve you're tapping when you asking questions, okay? If if you see me and if you ask me if I don't have children, then just say, all right. (laughs) If you want to know why, then ask God. Don't ask me. (laughs) Don't ask. Give you the answer. Most of the time, it's mind your business. That's it. That's it. Because at the at the bottom, I I have seen. I have had a close friend of mine who had a miscarriage recently, and on Mother's Day, somebody asked her, "Why don't you have any children?" So stop that. Cut it out. It's just, it's just don't do it no more. Now I've had, and I mean, that's the question that I've gotten often on this Mother's Day that just passed. Several people at church was just like, when you going to have no, why you don't have no kids? I was like, well, I, I don't. And how do you answer that? <laughs> I don't have no nigga. How do you answer make that? Feel awkward. Like, like, why are you how do you answer me that? that? I told my supervisor at work, I told her, she was like, next time somebody asks you why you don't have no kids, she's like, ask them why they don't have no PhD. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to be that kind of girl, but I just thought it was really funny. Why? But, um, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, y'all just cut that out. Stop it. Just stop it. You don't know what people is going through. You don't know. You just don't know. So it would just always be in your very best interest to mind your business. Okay. No, Noah is my three-year-old daughter for those who are new to the show. And I have instilled in her already to mind her business. The other day I was in the bathroom getting ready. I was doing makeup and stuff. I was playing the friend zone. And she comes in. And she said, mommy. So I paused it. She said, so I'm in the living room watching Peppa Pig. This is how she talks. This is not an I love Peppa Pig. Yeah. <laughs> she's rude. Oh, I was in the living room watching Peppa Pig and I heard a noise. And I said, okay. She said, so I come to the bathroom. And I said, okay. She said, is that your phone? I said, you know, this is my phone. What's up? So what was it? I said, what was what? <laughs> The noise coming from your phone. <laughs> she's so creepy. And I she's nosy. And oh I said, God. it was my business. You should be minding yours. I was like, what are we not doing right now? Not minding our own business. <laughs> so this list, she knows every time she knows, you know, this list, I can't get over this list. So <laughs> she, she knows now if I said, we're not minding our own business. Like, <laughs> all right, I, I get it, girl. We, if a three-year-old can grasp the concept that she needs to go back to watching Peppa Pig, train her up. You do too. Train her up. <laughs> Just train you her. You do up. too. Just stop. I'm, it. T- I'm training her early. When you don't, when you mind your own business, you avoid so much mess. The Bible speaks about this, but I'm not gonna go there. Okay. <laughs> 
the Bible tells us very clearly, very clearly that you live, if you live, a, you will live a quiet life if you just mind your own business and do your work. It's right there in the That's word. It. It's right there. I don't care what your work is. Your work could actually be putting together work and there's no judgment there. Just as long as you're minding your own Listen. and not anybody else's, you will be in a safe space. And them, right <laughs> so. along with them team type of fast t-shirts, I'm going to have a mind your business t-shirt. It's just only yeah. right. Because listen, it's just what the Lord would have us to do. Like, because yes. I feel like this, it's so much for me to keep myself together. I don't have time to mind nobody else's business. That's it. I have too much business. And like, what's I don't want to mind half of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to mind half of my own business. So why do I want to mind yours? I have never looked at a woman and said, I wonder why she don't have no kids. What? Mm -mm. Like, what the heck is that? You don't know what somebody's going through. So I just want y'all to just think of, and even if you don't mean no harm, because it's very possible that you don't mean no harm and you just curious, you just should just know that everybody's situation is always not by choice. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it could it could be that she wants to have children and she's trying really hard and she's unable to have children. Or it could be that she just don't want to have no kids. Either way, that's her business and it's not yours. So stop asking. That's it. Go ahead. And, and if you have a couple who has a first of all, like again, stop asking couples when they're gonna have another kid. Okay? Unless you plan on contributing financially forever. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> that's it. And that's really getting ready to be my response when people ask me when I'm going to have another kid. When you start contributing to my household financially what forever, you got that's on when it? I'm going to have another Ain't kid. What you, what, you what you got on it? What you got What you got on them diapers? What you got on that formula, even though I want to breastfeed? Like, what you got on on some onesies or some new socks? You know I what I'm saying? You what you got on this nine savings plan? Because this baby going to have to be educated. What you got on this what college you, education? God bless you. What you got on this weekly Montessori bill that we about to accumulate? What you got on these dance classes? Nothing. Mind your business. You don't have nothing on the on that, then you don't you don't have nothing to say to me. And don't tell me that if I keep waiting, my children are going to be X many years apart from each other. I am well aware. I am. I'm. Let me tell you about a pointed plan that I have. <laughs> I want to make sure. That when I have a second child, my first one is able to pour their own damn juice. Okay. <laughs> I want to make sure that I'm not tending to two toddlers at the same time. So if you ain't about to be there and you ain't about to be helping me tend to two toddlers, then shut up. <laughs> That's it. Bottom line. Well, uh, my petty peeve, mm -hmm. outside of the fact that I just completely piggybacked off yours. Is the pettiest of the pettiest. I have said it on Jade NXC, but I'm going to say it very pointedly. Because it is geared towards one group of people who I adore and love, but I want you all to stop doing something. Oh, Lord. The Shade Room. Oh. My trusty news source for all. Oh. Stop saying see previous post. <laughs> because previous post is like 16 posts ago. <laughs> You all post every 30 seconds every and that's fine 30 because seconds. nine times out of 10, it's entertaining me or I'm thinking about copping a pair of cheap jeans, but fashion though, I like, I don't want to go back on that page and see 27 posts ago, what you were talking about and why black China was cussing out, you know, tiger, lion, <laughs> cheetah. Whatever. I don't want to see. I don't want to go back to <laughs> Cougar. Cougar. 
Kitty cat. I don't care. I don't want to go back. Ins- I don't want to go back 27 posts ago and see what y'all are talking about. <laughs> It's the wheel of fortune. <laughs> From the day I don't we arrived on it. the planet. <laughs> oh my God. So, yeah, stop doing that. And also, I'm not clicking your link. So go ahead and just put the whole story in there. Right. I'm busy. Right. I mean, especially, and I think, I think what's also frustrating is that Instagram <laughs> does not do chronological posts anymore. It's so, stupid. like, you talk about see previous posts. That means I have to go out of my way and go to the page and then look through Got all click. of that. It's right. just so much work. And I feel it's really very extra. It's really a lot. But first world problem and I'm tired of it. <laughs> listen, we all have them. So your your petty is welcome here. Is that all you got, sis? That's all I got this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Well, guys. That wraps up episode 10 of Getting Grown with Jay and the Kid. We certainly, certainly, certainly do appreciate you for listening and everything like that right there. Sure do. Um, Yeah, we're not going to keep you long because we're ready to go to bed. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, keep on listening. Keep on sharing. Keep on liking, rating, commenting, all that jazz. Keep on telling your friends. Keep on sending us emails. Keep on tweeting. And go ahead over to our Facebook page and give us a shout. Um, also your kitchen table talk suggestions, um, your kitchen table talk topic suggestions are always welcome. Your honesty box questions. Um, and also how, I don't know, sis, we got to talk about how we want to get these responses, um, um, shared and circulated. Um, a little bit better because a lot of the emails that we've gotten in response to previous honesty boxes, I want to kind of get those out there, but we have to think through how we can get that done seamlessly. But, um, yeah, that will be all for this episode. We love you guys. Episode 10. Hopefully we'll y'all keep listening and we can keep on making these good old things. Um, but I'm gonna stop. Fun stuff coming. We got fun stuff coming. We got guests coming soon. And so we're going to, it's really going to get to be a good time. So we got over this little 10 episode hump and we continue to continue to thank you all for helping us to grow and spreading the word and being so supportive and so positive and, you know, the negative people, you guys don't exist. So <laughs> that's pretty much where, that's pretty Listen, much that. I'm going to say this. I'm not opposed to feedback. I'm not opposed to criticism as long as it's constructive and productive. I know this is not something that I am. uh, I know what, like, I can't really say that, you know, this is not something you can train or really learn how to do outside of just doing it. Um, And I don't don't know what I'm doing. I've been telling y'all that since episode one. All right. Um, But I don't know. I don't even want to say don't be negative because, you know, that's that's coming. But. I won't even talk about it, but yeah, cause thank you everybody who was encouraging and um, absolutely who who's who's constantly reaching out and talking to us and talking to one another. We certainly appreciate it. Um, we appreciate you all immensely. We recognize every everybody who who writes in, everybody who tweets us, and um, continue um, to write us. At, yeah, even though in, even though we're not able to respond to each and every email, please know that we read mm-hmm. them. Um, and and we have to be a little selective in which what actually gets aired on the show because we only have but so much time. Um, Absolutely. But we're going to try to find a way to kind of get at all of y'all as best we can. So please don't stop. We will. Um, we still have that all petty everything. Um, episode in the work so keep sending your yes. petty peeves in um so that we can talk about all things petty one day and um 
Yeah, that's all I got, sis. Well, make sure you're drinking your water. And uh, moisturizing and minding your business. Because your black will crack. If it's dry. Bye. Bye.